the Dave Nemo Show and Pod Wheels, powered by Radio Nemo, are in Indianapolis for the 2022 National Truck Driving and National Step Van Championships, hosted by the American Trucking Associations. This is a special podcast series highlighting the people and happenings of NTDC 2022. From Indianapolis, here's Jimmy Mack. Hey guys, here in Indiana, in the city of Indianapolis, across the street from the oldest church in the city of Indianapolis. People better go to church after that Motley Crue Def Leppard concert last night. Joan Jett was also there. Our next guest, Patty, is laughing because she knows of what I speak. Baseball games, trucking championships, rock and roll. It's a real metal weekend here over in Indianapolis. Patty Gillette is the past NTDC chairman. She's the current NTDC second vice chair and the vice president and the COO of the Colorado Motor Carriers. Association. Hey, Patty, good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me on this morning. You got it. You sound great, by the way. Colorado Motor Carriers Association. Let's kind of start there, okay? Because nobody just gets here. People don't just get nominated. Like, we got a safe driver. We're going to send them your way. See you at the championship. People actually have to compete in a regional level, state level, make their way over here. And one size does not fit all. There are different approaches, different avenues and ways to get here. Sometimes a labyrinth. It's hard to get here. It is, absolutely. And there are 50 state competitions. Drivers have to compete at the state level in order to earn their way to the national competition. And amongst the 50 states, there are probably 50 different ways to get there. Some states, like Texas and California, have regional competitions in order to qualify for their state competition. Colorado, we hold one state competition, but the eligibility is the same. So drivers have to be accident free for 12 months. They have to drive for member companies. Some non-member companies can compete in some states, but they have to win their class at the state level. In some, they have to, again, do regionals. Some of our companies will actually do company competitions to determine who goes to a state competition. So some of these drivers have already competed two and three times in order to get here to the national level. There's a California model, if I'm hearing you correctly, where it's like you compete with your company, you compete in your region, you compete in your state, you could actually have a four-step process before you actually sat down in here. Absolutely, and that's after being accident-free for 12 months and all of your company eligibility as well. So it's tough to get here. The drivers that come back are pumped to be here. Some of these guys have come back for their 15th, 16th, 17th year, not necessarily in a row, but this is a family and it's a great competition and they work very hard to get here. And so much so that sometimes people who don't come back don't find their way through their states often will find the time to volunteer to come here it's so important isn't it that is absolutely true we've got three from colorado that come every year whether they compete or not they come back as volunteers on their own dime again it's an event that once it's in your blood you never want to leave I'll put it this way. From what you're saying, it sounds like the route here isn't always the same. The quality of the driver that makes that trip, though, is consistently. The quality is consistent, and I think the quality is getting better and better with having the congestion on our highways. Is that a problem these days? (laughs) Right? (laughs) You haven't been to Colorado if you haven't been in congestion. The at-risk piece of driving is getting worse and worse and worse. So there's more motorists. There's more things that can happen. So trying to keep a clean record... 
because this is not just avoid being in a crash that you cause. It's being in a crash that somebody else might have caused. When I first started doing this job in a galaxy far, far away, a caller called up on a really early morning. He said, my job is a thousand feet in front of me, behind me, and the either side. And I thought that was remarkable, the idea that he was kind of really digging in to the idea that he had to be looking so far down the road because it wasn't what was in front of him, which he was paying attention to. It was the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. And this is set up in that kind of same way, the idea that it's asking you to look at what is right in front of you and also what's next almost simultaneously. I sometimes compare it to playing chess when you're in a competition like this because you have to know what your next move is, but if you don't go into or come out of that next problem correctly, you're not going to make problems number three, four, and five. You have to have your game plan in your head and be able to visualize it from nothing more than tape on the ground and a couple of cones and do what we're asking you to do in a truck from a different vantage point. Because when they walk the course, they're walking it. They don't get to see it from eight feet up in their cab. So when they get in there this morning, they're seeing it from a different viewpoint than they've ever seen this problem before. It's like in searching for Bobby Fisher when a little boy looks at the other little boy and says, point blank, you've lost. It's 14 moves, but you've already lost. And that's a really kind of crucial thing. That, like I said, everybody can pay attention to the thing in front of them. It's the next thing. And what's really fun is that you guys actually take it one step further is it's not just a matter of how you play when you're driving. It's how you play before you drive. You really look at this as a holistic thing, correct? We do. And in addition to the driving, which is the fun part for the public and the families, they also have to inspect equipment. So we make that as difficult as we can. They have to do that on a daily basis. So it's not like we're making it horrible, but they have to find planted defects on equipment and they have to take a written test. And our written tests that they all have the book, they can all study, but they have to know information not only on trucking regulations, but security, first aid, economy, all sorts of things. That could change tomorrow. That could change tomorrow, exactly right. So we try to get all different elements of a professional driver and test them on every level, and then we put them under pressure to do it in front of a crowd. So it's skills that they have that they use on a daily basis, but you're in front of people and you're under pressure while doing it. And the one that can do that best under pressure, under a time constraint, and in front of a whole group of people will be our grand champion on Friday. Which, by the way, you've just described trucking. We have described you, trucking. I mean, you can do it under pressure, under a time constraint, and in front of thousands of people. I mean, there's nothing different about this other than the controlled environment. Exactly. And as pressure as this is, at least this is a controlled environment, as opposed to what the men and women who are out there on the roads actually have to do on a daily basis. So you're currently in charge of scoring, correct? I am. Can you talk a little bit about responsibility that that bears? <laughs> <laughs> well, I take it very seriously. Every aspect of this competition is scored, and then we use a scanning system. But my personality doesn't let me accept what the scanner shows, so we go through every score sheet every score and make sure that everything is correct from when the judges put it on that score sheet to how it's scanned and how it's added up. So I hope that every driver knows that kind of care is being taken and we don't accept mistakes on the scoring level because that could be devastating for a driver. Kind of like with baseball where you do have the motion gun sensors but there are human beings actually monitoring them. And the scores that are being put up for the driving are the draft kind of scores. It's what they get 
put on the course, but we have demerits, we have all sorts of different things that go into that scoring. So yeah, it's an important part. I'd like to think that without scoring, nothing else happens because you wouldn't know who places where. It's a record. I mean, scoring is a record of what happens. And ATA keeps it. We've got records of scores going back, I think, almost to 1937. So it's kind of fun to see the ups and downs on how they score different courses. But yeah, it's all automated as much as it can, and it's hand audited on every piece of paper. As we begin to wrap up this morning, Patty Gillette has joined us. She's past NDC chairman, current NDC second vice chairman, and vice president and CEO of the Colorado Motor Carriers Association. The diagnostic thing, the value of that, people don't even understand it. Imagine the times that truck drivers have been walking through lots on the way to their own truck and spotted a fellow driver's truck and saw something wrong. So much of this is collaborative. The ability to recognize what's wrong with a truck from being able to look at it doesn't just affect, isn't just your truck. How many times did somebody walk through a parking lot, walk through by a loading dock and went, you got a problem and told their fellow driver that. And the skills that are being honed here, all of them translate into the real world almost immediately, right? Absolutely. You know, I like to think of this competition, again, you have to be accident-free to get here for a year, and it is the premier event that promotes safety, promotes long-time safety, and it gives every driver that other reason to be extra careful out on the road, to do a better pre-trip, to work with their companies, to be better on the road because they want to come back here, and you can't put a price on that. And it's important, by the way, to encourage other companies who are not yet involved in this to get involved in this, Yes, and that's imperative at the state level. We, in Colorado this year, we were lucky enough to have five new companies compete. And every year we strive to broaden out the number of companies and the number of companies represented at the nationals. Anybody, whether it's a two-truck operation or 2,000-truck operation, can compete at the state level. And their drivers can compete against some of the guys that have been doing this for years and years and years. Again, it's who's best on the day of the competition. And the more companies and the more drivers that participate, the better the safety on the highway will get. It's an individual micro version of the exchange of best practices. Absolutely. I like that. Like I said, because when you begin inside of a company, if you have a competition inside your company to get there, every single time what you're doing is you're expanding the number of people in your circle who are invested in exchanging those practices. Patty, what are you looking forward to over the next couple of days? It's been three years, so what are you really stoked about? My favorite part of any of these competitions, and particularly this year, is just to get back with the energy of the drivers. Watching them walk around yesterday as they were taking the test and going through the walkthrough, they're back, they're smiling, they're energetic, and that's why we keep doing it as a committee and why I come back year after year is it's all about the drivers, and they're so excited to be here. It makes the week go by very quickly, and it's the one event that I look forward to every year. By the way, you made this last 15 minutes go by very quickly. We're out of time. Patty Gillette, it is a pleasure meeting you. It's great to get a chance to talk to you. Wearing your safety vest, by the way, because this whole thing is really about safety. The Dave Nemo Show on Sirius XM of Radio Nemo of North America wants to extend a big old thank you to our good friend Elizabeth Barna, who made all of this possible. The ATA is why we're here. We're glad to be here. Summer, thank you so much for taking the ride with me. Got to tell you guys, Elizabeth and Summer just actually sat here and took the entire ride from pillar to post with us. 
Is there any food you're looking forward to eating in Indianapolis, Patty? I usually don't have time to eat, so <laughs> it's whatever's at the convention center. I understand. I had a steak last night you could have cut with a butter knife, guys, by the way. It was really, really great. Big thanks to the Capitol Grill for making that happen. I was having a good time here. I mean, this is a lot of fun, a lot of smiling faces, a lot of kids, too. You notice that? It's a great family event. We it have really all is. all sorts of kids, and those kids are now truck drivers. We've got several families here that dad is now competing against their kids. Oh, we had one of them on the show. Yep. Oh, believe so. me. They're going to get their own show now after those two uh, spent some time with <laughs> us. The Bramwells. Great. Yep. So we're looking at generations. So it's good PR as well. Thanks for spending part of your day with Pod Wheels powered by Radio Nemo's coverage of NTDC 2022. Check back with us right here for more of our podcast features as we cover this championship event.